morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for getting your day started with 7.31 a.m. You got Charlie Kohlbrenner here. I am joined today by Elton Jones. Elton, how are you doing, man? I'm doing quite fine. Good, sir. So I know we're going to talk about a show that shockingly we both haven't watched. So whoever's listening to this, just bear with us, guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had to spoil it right away. I feel so bad. I've seen the first season of it. Today is the 20th anniversary of The Wire. I know people who I respect their opinion on television the most tell me that it is one of, if not the best TV. Like, people do throw around best TV show of all time about The Wire. Um, I've seen the first season and really liked it. But then I just, like, I was a kid and wasn't able to get into it and watch the rest. Um, but it's been on my list forever. I'm just so bad at watching, like, full-length HBO shows. Same. Um, but we talked about it a little bit before we started the recording. We're trying to get better about being on. Like, I feel like like six months ago when we were get, figuring out the podcast, I would come on here and I would have been like, The Wire, one of my favorite shows of all time. <laughs> I've seen every episode and I love every episode and it's the 20-year anniversary. But we're trying to be more truthful. So, Elton, it's the 20-year anniversary. Neither of us have seen it, but maybe in celebration of the two decades, maybe we should take a look this weekend. Yeah, I just, I think like deep down, I was just jealous of Idris Elba and all of my like, like school friends, especially the girls, just being like, "Oh, he's so handsome. He's a god." He is. I handsome. was hating. <laughs> knuckles. He's knuckles, which is crazy to me now. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, Idris Elba has had an illustrious career. He really. I mean, yeah. He he's also. I feel like as far as a lot of actors go, has some pretty crazy range. Like I've seen him in a lot of very very different roles. Okay, let's uh, let's dive in. Uh, Elton, we got some gaming stuff today, so I think I'm gonna let you run with that. Oh, I saw this on my Twitter timeline. What is going on with Pokemon? Yo, so it's kind of wild. We already got a new Pokemon game this past January, but now we're due for a new mainline entry in the long-running monster collecting RPG series. So the Pokemon Company and Game Freak, which are the developers of the Pokemon games, dropped a second trailer for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which gave us all the release date for when we can expect to catch them all. So both games are set to drop on November 18th. The new legendary Pokemon you'll see on either cover are... Hold on, let me not try to butcher these names here. Koraidon and Maraidon. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are being presented as the first open-world RPGs in the Pokemon franchise. Plus, they'll allow for up to four players to explore it together. And of course, there's going to be new Pokemon, two new professors that will appear in their respective game, and new trainers to battle. So if you own a Nintendo Switch, you're a huge Pokemon fan, listen, November 18th. Set that day as like... You're taking off from work. I mean, you're going to go hide in your basement away from your family and your friends. Everyone's going to have their heads down playing this new Pokemon game. I can already see it. So, yeah, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, Super Hype, November 18th, Nintendo Switch. What else we got going on? Uh, Let's see. Oh, John Madden on the cover of Madden 23. So, as a tribute to the man that inspired the franchise as a whole, the cover of the upcoming Madden 23 will be the legendary John Madden himself. Sadly, Madden passed away last December and is remembered as one of the biggest icons in the history of professional football. It's crazy to think he hasn't been on the cover of the game since Madden 2000 when players began gracing the cover. And there's speculation of who can make the cover becoming a yearly tradition since then. There will be three different covers with the all-man edition having its own classic image of the man himself. Now, no release date or new features for the game have been announced as of yet, but the game is likely to drop in its usual window, which is towards the end of the summer, probably like the third or fourth week of August. Yo, rest in peace, John Mann, once again, fam. 
it is a nice way to honor him. I mean, I feel like um, people get so excited. There's always debates. I know with 2K as well, there's always debates about like who should be on the cover. Um, and so I know for some people, it's like now we don't get to like see what player made it on the cover. But I think that this is the best way um, to honor him this year. And it also lets people kind of take a break from the sort of competitiveness of like what player should be on the cover of Madden. And instead, we get to play the game and honor the guy who who gave his namesake to the game so i'm excited to play i haven't played a madden game in a while honestly i need to um i played madden a lot growing up but i haven't played one in a while i don't know what's like the culture around madden games right now elton like do people like the madden games or are people have they turned on them like the 2k games it's been like uh uh fractured i'll, I'll use that word it's like we get a new one every year and it's kind of like the, the fans request so many like features that should have been in like ages ago and yeah. it's like incremental updates so it's like we're going to buy it, but we're going to crap all over it when we get it. <laughs> Just right. to show you that we hate love the game at this point. That's what happens with 2K2. Okay, bet. let's hop over into music. Hip-hop. This is one that Elton and I kind of just wanted to talk about together. But so Ray Shremard um, are apparently going to return with a new album called Shrem for Life. They announced yesterday. Part of why we want to talk about this is just because when Elton told me that they made the announcement, I was like, has Ray Shremard been making music? And so they have not. Uh, the last time they released the project was in 2018. But famously, I don't want to sleep on the fact that Sway Lee, one of the duo, he made Sunflower with Post Malone, which Sunflower is, I think, the lead single off of the soundtrack album to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is, in my opinion, the greatest superhero movie of all time. That song is like, I, ha- I would have to check the data right now, but it's like the second or third highest streamed song of all time on Spotify. It has like almost 2 billion plays. I just, we, we want to go over their album titles because these guys, they got to cut it out. Um, their first album was called Shrem Life. Uh, and then the second one was Shrem Life 2. And so far, I'm good. You know, I'm good on both of them. Um, Shrem Life 2 has Black Beatles, which we were talking about it earlier. I don't think I can think of a song that had a chokehold on the culture the way um, Black Beatles did when people were doing the mannequin challenge and stuff. Well, when was the last time you listened to Black Beatles, though, actually? Because I haven't listened in a while. Randomly, like three months ago, throw some more, really? just popped up on my Spotify playlist. It was kind of sick, I bet, right? Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, this was a bop. Yeah. I remember the video was like, yeah. they were like a roller skating rink with uh, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. yeah, that song was fucking hot. There's a reason why that song became as popular as it did. But okay, sorry, they put out Shrem Life, then Shrem Life 2, and then Shrem, but with a, a three instead of an E, get it? Um, and then now this one in 2022 that they just announced is going to be Shrem for Life uh, with a four. Um, their fourth project. Elton, do we really have any information about it yet or just the name, right? Just the name and the logo at this point. I'm just going to need like anything along the lines of Black Beatles and No Flex Zone. Just replicate those songs and we're going to have another like multi-million dollar selling song album. Yeah, I won't lie. Like, I love Ray Shremmerd. <laughs> like, I feel like when when duos get as popular as they were in 2017 and are like pop stars almost, it's easy to hate. But like, I think Sway Lee has such a cool, cool voice. It's part of why Sunflower is such a good song. I think they put out really fun, like, southern hip-hop trap, like, poppy southern trap that I, I do really like. So, but I'll, no, no, we don't even know. We don't have a release date or anything, right? They, they said this year. It has to be this summer. Like, I can't go through the summer months without a new Rich Fremmer song. I hope we get a big one. I hope it's, I hope it's a hit. It's like, it's possible that it's not going to be, but I just, I forgot. Like, when I was in college, when Ray Fremmer was hot, I love those guys. So, I'm... And also, I think this must be dumb. Maybe it's dumb for me to say this, but for people who don't know, Ray Schremer, the name is backwards. It's drummer's ear, which is a very silly thing for it to be, because why is it that? <laughs> Mine officially like, blown. Right, 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 right. It's very cerebral of them. And here we are. 
seven, ten years later, still talking about him. And then hopping over into NFTs, NFTs, the artist formerly known as Kanye West, yay, his brand Yeezus, um, was reported yesterday that Yeezus had filed 17 new trademark applications, and some of them make reference to the potential of an NFT marketplace and other metaverse experiences. So yesterday, the trademark attorney Josh Gerben um, tweeted one of his findings uh, that he had found that in May, um, there were multiple U.S. federal trademark registration filings under uh, for Yeezus. There's a lot of things that they were filing trademarks for, um, board games, action figures, face masks, computer goods, nail polishes, uh, makeup, a lot of things. But then people in the Web3 space found in some of the language some specifics that seem to suggest that maybe they are leaning towards doing some stuff with Web3 tech and metaverse down the line. One of the filings is uh, for an amusement park ride. And in the mentions of amusement park rides and other experiences like that, there is also language mentioning the potential of metaverse experiences down the line under the Yeezus umbrella. Um, And then one of the filings also includes the language uh, for the possibility of, quote, an online marketplace for buyers of blockchain-based non-fungible collectibles, assets, currencies, and tokens, leading people to believe that it's possible that he, that Yeezus and Ye are thinking about launching either an NFT marketplace or NFTs that will exist on another marketplace. Um, Kanye has been sort of kind of, I think some people viewed him as anti-crypto, but I, I think he's been more silent on it and has said stuff like, not now, like the time is not now. A lot of people kind of just excited about the possibility of this going forward. Um, I'm curious to see how it actually comes to fruition with these trademark applications being filed. It's like we probably won't see a lot of this stuff to come to fruition for a while, but it's interesting stuff. Um, Elton, you want to do the outro? Yes, indeed. Thanks, guys. That's it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, make sure you hit up 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all our social media platforms. Also, be sure to hop into our Discord so you can chat with us in our healthy community. We chat about gaming, NFTs, music, movies, anything and everything. We'll be back again tomorrow. And as always, folks, remember to stay curious. Stay curious.